what's cooking up in the kitchen? Am I smelling that soul food? Oh yes, it is soul food. The spiritual food for your spiritual nourishment. And you know what? This food will never expire. Never expire? I need this food every day. You are listening to these spiritual-based podcasts. There are many podcasts, but this one here is to satisfy your soul, to feed your spiritual hunger. Are you hungry for God? Don't let your soul be hungry. No matter where you are, whatever you are doing now, at work, home, or on the go, you can still listen here and right now the uh, Soul Food Podcast. Don't let ever your soul to go hungry. It's, It's time, time for, for some Soul Food. You are always asking yourself, you don't understand, you are always asking, why me? It seems like you have a hole inside of you. You are empty. You have been trying here and there to fill this hole, to feed your emptiness. You know, for the stomach, if we are hungry, we can eat and solve the problem. When you are thirsty, you just drink some water, you quench the thirst. But when your soul is empty, there is no food, no water, no alcohol, no drugs, no family. You need the Spirit of God inside of you. When you seek the Holy Spirit, He is going to fill your soul. And this void, this emptiness inside of you will come to an end. Look for one universal church near you. Pastors, bishops will help you, teach you how to seek and how to receive the Holy Spirit. For sure, you shall never be the same. R.I.P. Buried in a box of wood cut down from a tree. More than six foot tall, now six foot deep. R.I.P. Rewind it, please. They say on the 10th of October 2015, we lost the day one. Mommy even said I can't believe this happened to my son. And there goes this life down the drain and I feel the pain each and every day knowing what was done. It's mad. It's sad. It's been five years since we lost him. And I marvel because he was taken from us too soon. He was an iron man, never wanted to be told what to do. But he had a little fury and he used to nick from the shop. No wonder everyone called him G1 because he had a vision to never get done and he always moved low-key. We watched him grow with his friends, transforming from boys to men. He ran the estate, but it looks like we've reached the end of the road and we'll love you more than you'll ever know. I know. You know, but do you remember? Remember what? The time we spent together with him. Of course I do. In the parties, when he would grab a fine wine and all his boys would take notes, because when that tune would come on, <laughs> And then after he would take that girl on the Addison Lee was my number seven on the alphabet and you bet he enjoyed it. But why did he have to die, man? Why did he have to go? 
He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He got moved to by one guy, and I can't lie, I wish it didn't happen. It was good. He asked him a couple of questions, and that was the moment we wished he never got moved by them, making some exchange. So what's your number? His girlfriend told him, promise me you'll never hang around with them, but he didn't listen. He kept her voice underground. He promised her they would have a crystal palace, and we didn't bank that his Barbie can get him to act on leaving them because they kept barking at him. If only he listened. Four months and he was still connected. Why did he have to connect for? Why did he have to pick up when they called him? He chilled with them nearly seven days, making one week, correction, making us weak. They would usher him, and then you made a U-turn, and then you let it burn, then you broke up with your girl, then you told the Lord, these, these are, are my, my confessions. confessions. But he battled for his life, day and night, but I'm guessing it was God's plan, but I'm upset because his girl came back and said, David, do you love me? You said you'd never leave me. It was non-stop. Remember when you were the hotline bling? You used to put in the work, 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 and now you're standing here saying life is good? Don't you miss him? It's like you're moving like you're... Someone else? R.I.P. You're not buried in a box of wood cut down from a tree. More than 10 feet tall, some say buried in the sea. R.I.P. Yo! You've been standing there for a long time, you know. You good? Yes. But only a few people know. Know what? About his death. How did he die? Some say he drowned, but I put an end to him. An end to what? My old self. The sleepless nights, self-harming, addictions, anger. How did you do that? A simple decision on the 10th of October 2015. In fact, that day that guy spoke to me on the street. Yo, what's good? I buried the enemy. My mum was proud. She said, I can't believe this happened to my son. He's a new man. Letting go of my girlfriend wasn't easy. I had to put the negativity aside and abide from what I heard because she wasn't helping me. But today I'm happy. There's a clear before and after, filled with laughter, joy, peace, something that can't be contained. But every day I have to be valiant. People want me to come back, but I won't go back, I can't go back. Even though he's down there, always trying to resurrect every day, I will be valiant. It was great they spoke to me on the street. I'm keeping my old self down there. R.I.P. You're not buried in a box of wood cut down from a tree. You're now less than an inch tall, some say buried in the sea. R.I.P. Remember, it's Price. You are now listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. Don't stop listening, there is more soul food to share.
dropping names for Ain't no love, so that's why I gotta pray more I don't wanna think about a breaking brand new sins She would drink about it, mix the Henny with the gin We can link about it, ain't a problem we can't fix He would spin about it, ain't the way he wanna live Lost souls, and that's really what I came for Dark days made him really wanna hate more Only God, that's the one I really changed for Life a movie, and I think I've been on take four True story, and I tell it cause it's heart different You won't know it cause his mind is like a dark prison Breaking habits, but the struggle made him heart driven Shot my cousin cause I know that boy's far gifted Got 25, I just wanna see them bars lifted Plenty sins, but this life don't make us all victims He would never wanna do it, but his dog missing Through the rain, gotta make it out this hard living Up above, and that's really what I aim for Call it now, I be getting what I paid for Like attention, and she think that what she made for Heart cold, ain't a person she would change for Lost my brother, that's someone I wouldn't trade for Stomach burning, and I know it's been like day four He was riding, ain't nobody dropping names for Ain't no love, so that's why I gotta pray Never had my pops made me dream different See my life like a movie, this a true story mm. Could've lost it all, I was straight gifted Man, we all got a past, many deep in it I was rolling with them shooters, saw soul snatchers. Many died dreaming, trying to live faster. Uh, homie was a baller, dope gang, made an actress. Mama praying more, cause the bullets took the last one. Hawk got a choice, we gon' deal with them after. He was all tough till the homie came and blast him. Life is a gift for many men, it's ransom. Had much potential, should've learned from the last one. Do you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening, Soul Food has more to feed you. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member. I was a hustler. I loved making money. I idolized it. Even though I had a good career, God has blessed me with certain skills and I would use those skills to make more money on the side. And it was just never enough. And so in August 2019, I hit a really low point in my life. I was in my office at home and uh, I was just thinking about my life, why I wasn't happy because from the outside in, people thought that, you know, I had everything, but they didn't know I was so empty inside. And so I sat there and then I remember looking up, just thinking about Jesus because this whole time, the answer was literally right in front of me. What I was searching for, what I was looking for, it was Jesus. And it was at that moment that I knew that I was going to surrender. I sat back in my office chair and I closed my eyes and I started praying. And what I prayed that night was, forgive me God for not coming to you sooner. From this moment on, I give you the rest of my life. Um, I'm from Cambodia. My family came here to the U.S. in the early 80s due to the Civil War there. Um, my parents had four children. I'm the second oldest. I have an older sister and two younger brothers. Most of my family are Buddhists, so growing up, that's all I was surrounded by was Buddhism. Um, my mom was a Buddhist. Some of my brother's siblings were Buddhists, and um, my uncles and aunts. So. For me, for, for whatever reason, I wasn't drawn to Buddhism. My father, I think he was agnostic. He never talked about religion. Um, the earliest that I can remember thinking about God, um, I think I was four years old, and no one ever talked to me about God. At that time, we lived in an apartment, and um, I remember laying on my bunk bed wanting to see God. I didn't know anything about him. I just knew he was somewhere up in the sky, and uh, just wanting to see him. 
So that was the earliest I can remember. I was the only child that went to church. Um, I started going to church actually when I was 10 years old. So uh, yeah, like I said, I was a member for about two years, um, but I stopped going to church um, when I joined junior high, uh, when I got into junior high. And that's because, um, you know, I, I just wanted to hang out with a cool crowd and I lost interest in church, but it didn't stop my belief in God. Um, I still continued to pray to God. From the time that I stopped going to the church, from the time I saw that documentary, it was almost 10 years that I hadn't been in church. And I remember that night praying, asking God that, um, you know, that I'm ready to go back into church. I just didn't know what church to go to because, like I said, um, I didn't know any Christians. My family was Buddhist, and I just remember asking God to find me a true church, and that was that. I still continued to pray. I never stepped foot, stepped foot back into a church, and then, and so this was in the late uh, my late teens. I was, I guess, like most people, I viewed life as or what would bring me peace and joy, just being college educated, having a career. Um, having a family, having a home, and just making money and traveling. That's what I thought would bring me peace and joy. And so having accomplished all that, I was still feeling empty and I wasn't sure why. And in 2019, I pretty much hit a low point in my life. I was a hustler. I loved making money. Um, I idolized it. Uh, money was my God. Um, that's all that I thought about every single day. Um, even though I had a good career, God has blessed me with certain skills and I would use those skills to make more money on the side. And it was just never enough. And I've been this way for since my early 20s and almost 20 years. And so in August 2019, I hit a really low point in my life. I was in my office at home and uh, I was just thinking about my life, why I wasn't happy because from the outside in, People thought that, you know, I had everything, but they didn't know I was so empty inside. And so I sat there um, just thinking, and then I remember looking up and then um, just thinking about Jesus because I remember thinking, you know, that this whole time, the answer was literally right in front of me, what I was searching for, what I was looking for, it was Jesus. And it was at that moment that I knew that I was going to surrender. I sat back in my office chair and I closed my eyes and I started praying. And what I prayed that night was, I said, um, forgive me God for not coming to you sooner. Um, but this day forward, from this moment on, I, I give you the rest of my life. I give you my heart, I give you my mind, my body, my spirit, everything, God, use me. That's exactly what I said to him. And I knew exactly what I was doing. I was all in, there was no turning back for me. I gave him everything. And for whatever reason, after that, I ended up on the floor, on my knees, repenting. I don't, I don't even know where that came from. And um, I started calling out all those sins that I'd ever done. And then within 10 seconds or 15 seconds of repenting, I was hit with this sorrow that I've never, ever, ever felt before. Mm. It, was, it was that moment that I knew that all the sin that I've ever, ever done was against the God that loved me so much that he came to die for me and it broke me. I've never been so broken or felt that sorrow before. And mind you, I've, I've said a lot of hurtful things to family members, um, but it was nothing that that pain didn't compare to what I was feeling. And I was on the ground weeping for at least five minutes and repenting. I got up 
afterwards and went to the bathroom, washed my face, and then I went to bed. And um, I didn't know what to expect after I, I said that prayer and after I repented. Something was different. Immediately when I woke up, I knew something was different. What I would say, it was, it was a hunger inside me, a hunger that I've never, ever, ever experienced before. And mind you, there's some things that I'm passionate about, what I do for a living, but this hunger was above that, way beyond, blew that away. There are times that God doesn't stop the strong winds, but holds your feet firmly to the rock. There are times he doesn't calm the storm, but climbs into your boat so that it doesn't sink. There are times he allows your burdens to grow heavier, but strengthens your arms. Further down the road, he will show you that what you went through today was necessary to make you stronger for the days ahead. There is no victory without a fight and no reward without effort. Later on, you will realize that God was caring for you every step of the way. And because of that, you have always overcome. God is the size of your faith. We bring you hope in the midst of chaos. Through the word of faith, with your host, Bishop Joshua. You always asking, why I never change? You ask yourself, you look to the mirror and you say, why don't you change? You are always aggressive, violent, you are always rude, always angry, and you ask yourself, when am I going to change? You have this question, even your surroundings, family members, neighbors, they're always around you asking the same question. When are you going to change? Your parents always say the same. Your husband tells you, your daughter tells you the same, and you never ever change. Well, there is a solution for you. I'm going to give you the recipe to change. The recipe to change. Then the book of Ezekiel, I have the Bible here. The book of Ezekiel 36, verse 26 reads, I will give you a new heart. A new heart. The Lord wants to give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. That's the only way to change. Doctors, psychologists, physicians, psychiatrists, they cannot change you. The advices of your parents, counseling and counselors could not change you, but the Lord said he's going to give you two things. New hearts and a new spirit. A new spirit. How do you feel when you put on a new clothing, new shoes, a new car? When you, you buy new things, you, you feel happy, right? Because now you have something new. 
not used or old or broken. God wants to give you a new spirit. That is the Holy Spirit. Once he comes upon you, your old spirit, your mentality change. Your mindset change. He said, I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. God wants to give you a heart of flesh. He wants to put inside of you his spirit. That is the new spirit, the Holy Spirit. When you have the Holy Spirit, you are going to be a different mother, a different father. You are going to become a different uh, parent to your children. You are going to be transformed. Everybody around you will come to you not again to ask, when are you going to change? No, they are going to come to you and they are going to say, what have you done to change? You are, you are so different. This is what is going to happen. The universal church is open every single day. Pastors, bishops, their wives, assistants, we are available every single day to assist you. Give us a call. Send us a text. Send us an email, a letter. We are going to assist you. We are available. Just come as you are. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. Stay tuned tomorrow for more. Make sure to turn on your notifications and share this food with others. In the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power. Come on. Come on, you declare it. There is power. There is power, there is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come on, say to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Thank you for listening in. That's all the soul food we have to share today. Stay tuned to the next episode on soul food and keep your notifications on. Share each episode with your friends and family to feed their souls. Give the food that lasts forever.